Welcome to the A Lot of Thoughts podcast. I am back here with another review. I um, just finished this book, uh, God's Guidance by Elizabeth Elliot. It is my first Elizabeth Elliot read, um, which is kind of funny because I really like her and like the things I've heard she said. But I did actually, I started A Chance to Die by her, but then I hit kind of like a busy period and I'm the worst when I'm in the middle of a book and something happens and I can't get to it for too long, I just don't go back. So it's on my shelf waiting to be read and it was really interesting. It was actually my first biography that I was reading. Um, So part of it was that like biographies lose me a little bit. Um, but I'm trying to push myself, but all that to say, I picked up my first Elizabeth Elliot and finished it. Um, so very exciting. And I actually, if you haven't listened to Monday's episode, um, Monday's episode is on God's will. And I just thought this worked out perfect. I actually had been looking at this book before we recorded that episode. And then I was like, well, I don't have time to read it and because of Anna having the baby soon, which by the way, it is Saturday, March 20th, there's no baby. But I am hoping and praying that by the time this episode comes out, there is a baby. I keep saying that. So (laughs) um, if you want to check out Instagram, I'll probably post it on Facebook too when she has the baby. So Um, either way, I didn't have time to read this before we recorded the episode. And let me first of all say, very, very good book. It was actually kind of funny because when I first read someone for the first time, I'm pretty hyper aware of using discernment. And even though I know that Elizabeth Elliot, like people love her, even though I know that, I was still like my... um, awareness was heightened by the fact that it's the first thing I've ever read from her and there was one time where I was like oh where is she going with this this is weird and then she ended up just like bringing it all back together and tying it together and I was like oh I 100% agree with what she's saying right now very very good very um short it's like 120 pages exactly the copy that I have um and it is actually just five chapters so the last chapter is like 40 pages, but the other chapters are not too bad. Well, actually, I guess the third chapter is like 30 pages. So you, I mean, some people don't care about that, but I just like to talk about chapter lengths. Um, and she took it in like a kind of a different direction than I expected. Not completely. I don't know how to explain this, but um, the way she went through it, it was just it was really good. It was really good and something that I really needed to read. So I'm just going to kind of go over it just a little bit. Uh, highly recommend getting this book. So the first chapter, she goes over um, the Lord's Prayer and just talking about how that plays into desiring to know the will of God. Um, but then she goes into what God has promised um, in his word, which I think is something that a lot of Christians um, completely forget because God has promised so much to us in his word. And I, I think I've talked about it before that sometimes when we talk about the promises of God, it's almost like we think that that it, it like triggers an alarm that like, oh my goodness, prosperity or something like that. I don't know if it's just me, but like 
you think of like false gospel with the promises of God for some reason, probably because I work in a bookstore where I see books on the promises of God and most of them are like health, wealth, and prosperity books. And so it's very hard to weed that out, but we can't forget that God has promised in our, in his word, not our word, whoa, um, so much and he has promised his blessing and it might not look like we expect um his blessing might not be like a bigger paycheck but he has promised to bless us and starting with the greatest blessing of all which is our salvation um so chapter two talked about what is promised and then it really starts to dig in in chapters three and four so um chapter three actually goes over the conditions um so before it says um he she's talking about like the conditions in the bible where it says like he promises something but there's a little bit of a condition on it um but i think the her big thing is just obedience um and starting with she actually goes through several different things i feel like i'm jumbled um i slept a little bit later than i meant to this morning so i feel like my brain has not woken up quite yet um she says, I, I started out on false premises, who I am, what I need, what my special case is, what I'm hoping for, what I pray for, or something, anything but the thing that matters most, who God is. Um, so keeping in mind who God is and his ultimate plan, like when it says that, um, what is the purpose of man to glorify God and enjoy him forever? Like you need to have, whenever you're praying for his will, you need to have that in mind. That is so important because there are many things where it's not going to glorify God or maybe the other option will glorify God more. Um, and that just comes into play so much more than we think it does. Um, so he, she continues going on. She talks about a lot of like different ways um, in this chapter. Well, not ways. I don't know because the next chapter... Um, is a little bit more practical um but she just kind of goes through um because this is the conditions she goes through some different things like she talks even about like prayer and fasting um which I've always said that fasting is just one of those things that I like know that really really need to to um do I will not tell you when I'm doing it though because you're not supposed to no um but Let's see. At the end of the chapter, she talks about taking up the cross. Um, she says the taking up of the cross will mean sooner or later saying no to self, but it is also a resounding yes. It means saying yes when everything in us says no. Um, and she said God's command is his enabling. Never has he given an assignment that was not accompanied by the power to accomplish it. Which when you're looking at, um, she actually talks about it later, like doing the hard thing and um, how when you have two options that both will glorify God, the harder one might be the option that you need to take. And she said often that is the option you need to take. Um, but just because something is hard doesn't mean God is going to place you in a situation where you can't do what he's called you to do. Um, he will give you grace to do your duty. Um so yeah, if you were desiring to follow the will of God, that's so important to recognize. Um, so then the fifth and final, wait, no, no, no. Oh my goodness. I'm not even, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I just said about what chapter that was, but the objectives, 
is the next um, chapter. And her basic premise is that Christ is the ultimate objective. We are to bring glory to him and obey him. Um, she said, obedience may lead me not to, to the fulfillment of my own ideals of spirituality, but to very unexpected situations, very quote-unquote unspiritual situations in my view that are meant to teach me to be meek and lowly in heart. If I'm serious about my primary aim, I may be led elsewhere than my lesser aims would take me, for I do not know what I really need. God sees the one thing needful, and he alone knows the path that will take me there. Um, so it's really about trust and trusting that um, God will lead us in the right direction. Um, she does talk about um, some different, like, so for for his glory is why we first of all are or what we look for in his will like we are looking to be to glorify him she also says that staying connected to each other um helps us out so much and um there's never going to be a time where god is going to call us in his will to completely um shut us off from others um and let's see um she says that um, either way, no matter what, we need to be thankful in our circumstances, which is so important. Um, and then she goes into the actual fifth and final chapter, which is the means. And she talks about this is a little bit more practical. She actually starts with how God speaks, um, which that's what I was saying. Like she started off like it was all true, but it just felt really weird what she was saying. And then she tied it all together. So she talks about visible signs, audible signs, um, dreams and visions, da, 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 uh, prophets. I know she talked about, where's that? She talked about angels too. Um, that section had me like, like I, she seems like, is it John Piper? Who's like, not full what's the word whenever I'm sorry my brain is still waking up whenever you don't actually like um that you don't believe what is that whenever you don't believe like signs and that type of stuff happens nowadays and you know how John Piper is like kind of in the middle like he's not over here speaking in tongues but he believes things can happen she seems to lean that way um I don't I haven't studied it enough I know what I grew up in but I don't know past that. Um, but she talks about um, the signs, and she talks about, uh, is it Gladys Alward? Which I've heard the name before. I know nothing about her. Um, but she's talking about her um, being, she was going through a tunnel in the mountains of China, and um, the guy, the muleteer, so the guy driving the mules, refused to go through this tunnel because it was known to be inhabited by demons. But finally, he decided to go through, but only if she would make enough noise to frighten the demons. So she literally just sang hymns at the top of her voice. When they reached the other end, she heard the sound of the wind and the leaves, um, and there was a voice in the sound. The muleteer thought it was a demon, and she said, um, it has nothing to do with you. This is my God speaking to me. And then she said um, that God said, ye have not what ye, because ye ask not. Um, and it actually answered like a prayer or something that she needed that she had not prayed for, <laughs> um, which is just really interesting. And so you're like, well, that's kind of weird. But she immediately takes it back um, and says, 
Uh, it's significant that the word she heard in the wind was a scripture verse. It took an audible voice to remind her of it, but it was one she knew by heart. And so that's so important, guys. Be in the word. If you really, really want to hear from God, be in the word. He will bring it back up um, to mind. He will strengthen, encourage, and comfort you in that. And he will lead you using his word. Um, So yeah, just be in the word. And that's where she takes it back to. She says, like, God's never going to say anything that's not in scripture, which is absolutely 100% what I believe. So... Then she talks about, so that was like the supernatural means. She talks about natural means. One of her things is like, do your duties, <laughs> do what you're called to do. Um, she talks about um, how sometimes we um, think that things should go different timing wise. Like we disagree with God's timing. Um, she, I love this. This is kind of like sassy. Sometimes though, we're in a quandary, quandary because we have already been shown what we ought to do and we are not satisfied with it. We're saying, Lord, when are you going to tell me? And the truth is, he has told us, um, which I thought is so important. Like sometimes, you know, God tells us no about something and we just like keep coming back to it and thinking, well, he's not answering me. And no, he's just telling you no. Um, but we just want our own way. Um, she talks about how um, God knows how to get our attention and knows how to call us. And um, he's going, if, say you make a decision and it is not the way you should go, God can call you back from that. Um, there's no worry of that. So you just need to trust him that he's going to lead you because um that, I don't know, she talks about it later, that, like, it's so easy to just stop and, like, be like, oh, I need to think about this for a good week. I need to pray about this for two months, and sometimes that's not what you need to do, but I'll get back to that in a second. She also talks about not looking at what others are doing, which is important for me to hear. Um, She talks about how other people can um, help us uh, and also how we, our obedience, might be the means of leading someone else. Um, Then she talks about how God has given us gifts and abilities, and he knows how to use us. Um, So, drop the mic if you heard a noise. Um, He's going to use the gifts and abilities that he gave you. And he also talks about desires. Um, She says... uh, even I, chief of miserable offenders that I know myself to be, may now and then actually want what God wants. This is likely, likely to be the case more and more as I practice obedience, but it can also be a very simple, natural thing. And that really stuck out to me because have you ever gone about making a decision and you were like, I really want this. Like, this is the way I want it to be. So it, po- it can't possibly be God's will. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that. been like, there's no way. This is like a trick. But as you are living obediently and you're doing your duty, you're doing what God has called, um, and you're desiring him more and more, praying for His your desires to match up with what he desires, what you want might just line up with what God wants. That's kind of the goal. So um, don't be scared if, if something seems so right. Like, don't be scared that what you want is what God wants. Um, Yeah, so then she talks about um, how uh, we just don't need to get caught up and paralyzed by 
um, a fear of our own desires. Um, so we need to be able to trust God. And I think that's a big prayer of mine now is like, or just help me to trust you that like right now, Paul and I are looking for another car. Um, his is like literally falling apart. It's all good. He's safe. Um, kind of, no, his car is literally falling apart. It has done us well for what he got it for. And it was good at the time, but we need to start finding something else. And I was talking to a friend and just telling her, I do not like spending big amounts of money. It scares me half to death. And when you're looking at a car and you're like, what if I buy that? And two seconds later, it breaks down. Well, it's not like I need to like stop. We have the money. It's not like I need to stop, step back and be like, okay, I got to pray over each car for two months and then the Lord will show me what to do. Well, no, by the time you do that, the car's going to be gone. It's going to be sold. So, um, making those quick decisions that you really can't delay on, how do you do that? You trust God. Um, you trust him. So, um, he also talks about how, um, depending on how you were raised, um, and your own, like, uh, she calls it a frame of reference, um, that God may speak to you differently through his word than someone else because, you need to be reached different. Um, she talks about circumstances. Um, and I love this. She kind of gets sassy a little bit. She's like, okay, come on guys. She says, if a pipe bursts, even the most pious among us is unlikely to drop to his knees to pray about calling the plumber. He calls the plumber first. Any praying can be done later, but in situations that for personal, particular personal reasons have become highly charged with the idea of quote unquote, the will of God, the action may the action to be taken may be just as obvious as calling the plumber, but we hesitate to take it. Um, then she says a full trust protects us from our own misconceptions. So just continually learning to trust God, being in his word, um, and he will guide us. It's not like he's just left us on earth to figure it out. Um, and she also says, like, use your head. Like, God gave you a brain to use. <laughs> like, don't, don't be dumb. Don't ignore your thinking just for the sake of, um, just for the sake of feeling more spiritual. So I think about the car situation and, um, for me, I know nothing about cars. So for me to just be like, oh, this one and buy it, that would be really, really dumb. But my husband knows a little bit more and he has friends who know more. And, we like my dad knows a lot about cars and so God has given us like resources so use our heads and use the resources I I'm not gonna like look at a car and be like Lord I'm gonna pray right now and if you tell me that I know this engine works no you're gonna crank the car and hear the engine work um also I don't know if that's how a car works so that is why I'm not in charge of buying the car (laughs) Um, he also talks about, or she also talks about advice from friends, getting advice from friends, but that sometimes, um, I found this really interesting, um, I know this review is going on long, um, but sometimes, um, our, what God is telling us and what our friends tell us might be different. So he talks about Paul when he was on his missionary journey and he was told multiple times, like, don't, he was, 
going to Jerusalem, he was like told multiple times, don't go to Jerusalem, don't go, please don't go, don't go. And he continued to go. And it even says that like the same spirit of God um, told him to go that told um, his friends, like they told him in the spirit, like don't go. And just how Paul was confident in what God told him and he acted in faith and trusted God to lead him in the right direction. And there are other times in the Bible where you see God stop people or change their direction. And so as much as we like to think that like, we like look to look at a situation and for some reason think that God can't stop things from happening. And he can, he totally can. Um, now this was an interesting point. She talked about how, um, you know the verse, like, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose, which I think I quoted on a recent episode and couldn't get through it. So, hey, I did it. Um, she talks about how, like, sometimes we become focused on seeing the good, um, but that God is under no obligation to explain himself at all. So, we need to stop focusing on that. Um, and when we're given reasons, great awesome, but where we're not given reasons, but we're just called to trust God, we just need to trust God. Um, so yeah, that is basically the end of the book, isn't it? I think so. It's very, very good. I'm sure I'm going to be posting quotes. I've already posted one thing. Um, so keep an eye on Instagram and Facebook to see some more of my favorite little portions, but this was a long review. My goodness. I don't know what I'm reading next. I know Paul and I are going to try to read the four loves together. We're finishing up um, Parenting with Love and Correction by Sam Crabtree. And so after that, I want to read The Four Loves by C.S. Lewis. And then I have no clue what I'm reading next. And by the way, if you ever have something you're like, I wonder what the, if this book is good, feel free to ask me to read something. I totally will, um, especially if it's off my shelf. And I don't know. I was thinking of picking up one of my, I don't know, I have like some MacArthur and Sproul that I'm interested in. Um, and this was like a little bit of an easier read. I also do want to read Tortured for Christ by uh, Richard Wormbrand. Um, if you remember my friend Emma, she used to be on social media. Oh, I can't remember what her name was, but she was on an episode uh, last year. She was on two episodes, I think. And um, she actually texted me the other day and was like, you have to read this. I also have like Nancy Piercy, who I haven't read. I have two of her books and I've never read them. So, um, and also I want to read Augustine. I want to read City of God. Uh, so anyway, that's all to say I'm excited about trying to figure out, I'm about to go stand at my bookshelf and figure out where I want to go next. And um, yeah, that is it for this really long review. But until next time, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, complaints, you can reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook at a lot of thoughts podcast, or you can email us at a lot of thoughts podcast at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. Definitely. If you enjoy this, um, you can go ahead and leave us a review or a rating. We just really love to see that. And um, yeah, until next time, we will talk to you guys later. Bye.